The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhana Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! your skills that you got what it takes to compete for the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. Well, bro, last week, I think I used those amateur skills to beat you, didn't I, bro? Well, that is never going to happen again. Newsflash, go, go, go! Quickly to the top row. 
Stomp! Frog Splash! Oh, baby! And Mysterio gets the victory! What a victory! What a performance by Tazawa! Hoisting up Carmelo Hayes. No! Oh! Got Buster by Finn. Carmelo in agony, feeling the effects, and Baller has his eyes on the prize! This all drop kick into the corner. And now ascending the ropes. This could be it. Connor Gross. Just like he did to Rollins three times last week. And this one puts Hayes away. You're a smart guy. I I'm sure you have heard this one before then. Dom, go ahead. Be who you are. Say how you feel. Because those who mind don't matter. And those who matter. They don't mind. Do you know who said it? Do you know who said that? The cat in the hat. Yeah, the cat in the hat, a children's book. And I am quoting a children's book because that's what you are. You are a scared. You are a scared little boy. Oh, whoa. Hang on a second. Look behind Tommaso. The A-lister, the Miz. Miz isn't waiting around for any announcement or introduction. Miz was humiliated and embarrassed by a man he trusted last week. Champa showed his true colors to be an absolute turncoat. Champa felt that the Miz took advantage of his goodwill, his willingness to help the A-lister. Never called him or texted him. This is an A-lister. This was busy doing A-lister things. Kick to the head of Ciampa. That's exactly what this in-rate deserves. Think of the heights Ciampa could have reached under the guidance of the Miz. Time to go back on the shelf, Crushing finale. Perhaps the most justified one ever. That's your opportunity. That's your opportunity. You disrespect me. That's enough, Miss. Get it out of here. That's it. Sure. Zane lining it up. The way watch, watch. Giovanni Vinci. Oh, no. Oh, with the crunch to the throat of Zane. Devastating. Power bomb will do it. Oh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is back for more. But it's two on one. And don't forget, Giovanni Vinci still present, utilizing his crutch as a weapon. And the man. But we'll take on Gunter at Money in the Bank with an injured ankle making his way down to the ring. I don't know. Oh, Hopalong Cassidy's gonna fare this Saturday oh. with one good leg. 
Riddle leaping to the defense of Sami Zayn and KO. Just battering Gunther. Riddle just destroyed that crotch. Stunner! means business and the man ain't hanging around and it's all kicking off here between six competitors that will hope to win the money in the bank contract on Saturday afternoon Becky Lynch now tossing Trish Stratus to the outside and there goes Zoe Star Bailey and Io both have an axe to grind with the man What will it be like on Saturday afternoon? As every superstar tries to become Miss Money in the Bank. Only Bailey has done that before. He was getting too hot in there. I had to get out of there. You okay, buddy? Glad you're back safely. Oh, there goes Eo. Eo and Lynch now teeing off inside the ring. Becky's head off the ropes. The genius of the sky looking to take flight. Oh! I am set. But Balor's here with a chair in hand. The Rollins beat into the punch. The World Heavyweight Champion is teeing off on the man who will challenge him this Saturday. And Balor went to the ribs. Balor went to set. Oh, no. Oh! Rollins just bulldozing Finn into the corner. Oh! Rollins had him red. And this is Seth freaking Rollins' chance now. Oh! Rollins sent into the stairs. Ribs first yet again. Rollins already admitted he wasn't 100%. And again, ribs first into the announce table. And the challenger making the most of this attack. Oh, Three coup de grasses last week. From the heart of Seth Rollins. Carmelo Hayes just ripped the chair out of Finn's hands. Oh, Rollins a fire across the barricade. Dom yet again on the apron. Oh, the official exercise and a good deal of leniency. Priest wanted the razor's edge. Cody out just in time. Oh, well played by Cody Rhodes. That backfired. Cody Cutter! And the American Nightmare is feeling it. Is it time? Is it time? Crossroads delivered. Cody hooks the leg to end Damian Priest. That does it. Here is your winner, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Hello, I'm Homeboy Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're gonna put butts in seats 
and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Tiff Lipman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the BWC Monday Night Machismo. I am your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host, well, he's the hero in the booth. You can even make yourself Dr. Jeff Whitman. Are you like, would you hijack your way by a plane to London? Yeah, your sound is in and out, headless horseman, headless <laughs> kangaroo. <laughs> well, I'm there not exactly go. headless, but uh, yeah, as, as, it sounds, sounds better now. Well, do I sound all right? Yeah, you do. I guess you need to be close to your microphone or whatever. Oh man, god damn it. How about That's now? fine. Stay right there. That's fine. Don't All right. Don't, don't move the rest of the whole damn show. Well, I just want to start the show by saying um, R.I.P. to Jaws. Yeah. And that's... Uh, I can't believe it. I mean, did he... All right. You, whatever you did, you moved and you ruined the sound again. Yeah. Maryland grad. The Terrapin. Do I sound right now? I assume he died of poor health. I mean, he wasn't that young, and he was in—he's been in bad health ever since he was well, paralyzed. Yeah, no, that's a shame, dude. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Did, so, did, was it even a heart attack or some shit? Uh, he died in sleep, so there's uh, no. Uh, I don't know the cause of death. Uh, well, either I'm, way, I'm sure it was natural causes, probably largely accelerated from what happened thirty. Four years ago, whenever it was. Yeah, no, sure, one hundred percent. But um, R.I.P. Anyway, probably twenty-seven years or something like that. Right. Now I remember. I mean, it wasn't shown on television, but it did happen during a taping. Lucky yeah. for them, SmackDown wasn't live just yet. It was taped on Tuesdays, and that's why we didn't see it. But if it was live, we would have seen it on television. And um, you know, I know it was D'Lo Brown that did it, obviously. But um, you know. Like I said, R.I.P. to Darren. I hope uh, Delo's all right about it. Obviously, I'm sure he's got a bit of guilt now that he's passed away, right? I, I mean, no, I don't. I, I don't think so. You don't? Oh, interesting. I think he does. Well, anyway. I mean, I assume that whatever it is, he came to peace with this a long, a long time ago. I mean, I. I know the draws has for, forgiven him. I don't know that he ever held it against them. Well, I hope not. Anyway, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. Um, apparently, Chris Williams says in the chat that Alan Arkin also passed his way as well. Uh, wrestling legend. I, I remember him in AWA, and uh, before that, you know, he was in the, some of the territories, those legendary feuds in the Portland Territory. Right, absolutely, and um, R.I.P. to him also, and condolences to his family. Chris, do you know what he passed away from, just old age? I guess, Alan Arkin right? was 88, 89 years old. Yeah, that's right? what I'm yeah, saying, I, mean, I know. Listen, he was a great actor, his, his son was a pretty good actor too, and then became a, a really good director. He, he was in some of the great comedy movies, you know, and he was just, he was one of, one of the last of that generation that, that like started with the George Burns and went to the Sid Caesars, and the Milton Burles, Don Rickles's, and you know, and, then, <laughs> and you know, then then went to sort of 
George Carlin and and to him, like, yeah, another, another line, you know, the Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner might be the last one of that generation. Nobody really thinks of him as funny any longer, but he he, he was. Yeah, damn man. Oh, what do you mean, homeboy? <laughs> Mel oh, Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yeah, he's still alive. He's right. Yeah. I think he was referring to what Chris said. They go in threes, like they say. That's true. I mean, it does always happen. As a matter I, of think, fact. I think that Homeboy was just supplementing my list or maybe point. Whatever it is, I I, I, don't, I hope Mel Brooks is, is, isn't next, but the, he's also, he's also. I mean, he's in his 90s, so, you know, if he did, I mean, it's not like he hasn't, you know, lived a great and long life. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to live up to that that old. I, somehow, I mean, I, that I, I'll I, get I, there. I mean, listen, if, if the devil came to me and said, hey, old friend, do you have two people that you would like to substitute instead of Mel Brooks? I, I could give him a few. <laughs> like who? I don't know. Like, curiosity, out of curiosity. I don't know, like Vladimir Putin in Jungle Boy. <laughs> Those might be the two worst. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, well, speaking of Putin. Just off the top of my head. Um, come on, Putin. I mean, Putin's not that bad. Come on. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's no jungle boy. <laughs> I still, I still can't get over that fucking dynamite, dude. Yeah. That was. Anyway, it is what it is. Does bang the the best bitch in the back, like whatever. He's also so apparently Lesnar is in London amongst many other rumors. So your your volume stinks again because apparently you were moving, uh, but yeah. Oh, uh, now I surely should sound better. Yes, it's better. It is better. Surely, if you can spell surely correctly, this this will work. Um, this is dumb. Les Lesnar's in London, among other. Well, I mean, listen, I, I don't think it'd be a rumor. Somebody's going to have seen Brock Lesnar. I mean, either that or they think the Vikings invaded again. Um, <laughs> Do I think he will help Dom win? No, I don't think he gives two a rat's ass about Dom winning. In fact, he might cause the disqualification so that Dom loses uh, because they're Cody and, and Brock are going to finish their trilogy at SummerSlam. Um, but either way, Co Cody will win the match, whether or not it's a disqualification. Um, uh, you know, uh, for that causes Cody to beat Dom, or whether he just beats the crap out of Cody after Cody beats Dom. I don't know, and I don't really care. Ooh, <laughs> fair yeah. enough. It is what it is. We'll see what happens, but um, I'm looking forward to Money in the Bank. I'm not going to lie. Good. I like it when you tell the truth. Tell me when I'm telling lies, Jeff. <laughs> so far, not yet. <laughs> don't make oh, I nearly fell. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, well, is there any other news or rumors that we need to talk about? I mean, the, the, you know, the, there's rumors. It's the same rumor floating around about Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. You know, the, they're both rumored to come back as, as as soon as Money in the Bank. One of one of them is from the United Kingdom, though not England. Uh, the other, you know, isn't, but has voices in his head, and maybe some of them have British accents. <laughs> well, he does hear voices in his head, and I'm sure he will hear British accents. As a matter of fact, I do think that. Uh, I mean, one actually, of them does have a match against, uh, you know, a big match against a guy who's got two goons. Who, you know, uh, you know, it might be a three-on-one situation, and his usual backup that well, they're they're otherwise occupied. Well, yeah. Well, we'll see, but um. I hope it delivers, though, and I'm sure it will. I mean, 
there hasn't been a PLE this year that hasn't really delivered in the first place, right, Jeff? Yeah, I think so. I mean, even Backlash was good. Yeah, I mean, Backlash was actually one of my favorite events so far, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm not really even particularly excited about the card. There's really no match on the card that I'm particularly interested in, but I I, I still think it'll be... I mean, the most interesting is the main event. It's it's Usos versus the Roman and Solo. But, I mean, the, the Money in the Bank matches themselves are... are draw, it's like the Royal Rumble. It's, you know, it's, it, those are draws for me in and of themselves, so... Absolutely, absolutely is... But um, anyway, we'll see. It's not time just yet, but it will be time soon. And that is for tomorrow night for Money in the Bank. Um, yeah, we, we still have SmackDown to watch before we do our predictions. We don't, have to, we don't have to marry ourselves to anything right now. No, we don't, actually, Jeff. You're right. That's true. But um, hopefully, like I said, it, it lives up to the build, which I'm sure it will. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, Jeff, it is... Monday Night Machismo, even though we're on a Friday and we are here to talk WWE Monday Night Raw. Timely. Hey, it doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter. People still tune in anyway, so that's all that matters. But um, I know you liked Raw, obviously. Um, did you um, think it was the best show of the week so far? That show of the week so far. No, NXT was better than Raw, but Raw. But Raw was better than Dynamite. I mean, Dynamite has has reached the dubious distinction of I'm doing more fast forwarding now during Dynamite than I am during WWE programming. Dynamite was straight caca. Like- I already know Raw is better than Rampage because we already know the spoilers to the results and and the card before there was nothing interesting on the card to begin with. So so who cares who won? But you know. Oh, I mean, really? Your main Check event is Sean Spears versus The Blade. Who cares? Really? Sean Spears versus The Blade? Why did you have to tell me that, dude? Well, I just told you that's the main event. I didn't tell you who won. Duh. I mean, you, you already know <laughs> what the card is, and they give you the card in order. Uh, thanks for ruining it, and it um, doesn't matter because we will be on channelattitude.com to talk Rampage. Maybe tonight. I'm not sure yet um, because I don't know if what's going on with Chris, if he'll be available. But I don't know. Should we be doing Uncaged tonight, you think, Jeff? No, I think we should do Smack Talk tonight and do the predictions tonight. And we can do Uncaged tomorrow um, before, before? before uh, Smack Attack. Oh, and Collision, as a matter of fact. Well, no, Collision isn't until tomorrow night. We don't have to worry. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, that's true. Collision is a problem for after Money in the Bank, not before. Oh, that's a good question. And that was taped too, wasn't it? What? Uh, Collision. I don't think it's live this week. No, it was was Thursday. I did avoid spoilers for it. Oh, I was going to say. I didn't see any spoilers. All all I heard is that that the the arena was uh, largely empty. Oh, man. I've just got a bad feeling, Jeff. I've got a real bad feeling that they're going to go all rampage on us eventually, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, listen, it, it's too early to tell, but I, I, I don't think it helps anything that, that it was taped you know, three days before airing. It's on a Saturday night. It's after Money in the Bank. So people who are going to stay home for wrestling, but not that late, Money in the Bank starts at 3 because it's from the UK, so it'll be over you figure by eight at the latest. So people who want to go out can still go out, but people who are waiting to watch the show, they're not going to come home by, 
you know, they're not going to come home at eight to, to, to watch it. They'll, you know, they'll, what are they going to go out for 20 minutes? So, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. There's not that many people like us who will just soldier through the whole thing and, you know, you know, order food and, and, you know, in between or whatever. No, that's true. You're right. But um, anyway, let's get into a raw, shall we? And uh, where did we sure. come from this past Monday? Where were they? They were in uh, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, they were selling those those tailored uh, Cody shirts, like uh, Georgia's own Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Isn't he from Atlanta now? He's billed as Atlanta, even though he's from Marietta, I think. Uh, I Well, yeah, Marietta's a suburb of Atlanta. But, uh, I mean, I think they live in Ohio now, to be honest. But uh, Really? Pharaoh was there. Pharaoh was at the show. Oh, wow. Well, good for him. Um, anyway, so we start off with uh, Dominic Mysterio um, pretty much as he's in the ring with Rhea Ripley. And as usual, the crowd is so loudly, aggressively mad at him for existing that he struggles to begin speaking. Rhea takes over saying Cody is a wannabe and a loser and that money in the bank, Mysterio is going to end him. Nice. Radio. We'll see. But then enter the American Nightmare himself oh. in Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah, pal. Well, he's no he tell, he's, oh, no, he's no coward indeed. He tells Dominic to be who he is and say how he feels because because well, those who very fatherly, very fatherly. You know, Dom indeed. didn't have a good upbringing. He didn't have a father <laughs> that, that could give him advice like that. It's true. I mean, if only Ray Mysterio wasn't a deadbeat dad. Yeah, <laughs> him and Dustin have so much in common that way. <laughs> Maybe uh, we need Dustin back in WWE so he can team up with Dom. I, I love that. That, that, would, that would be amazing if you thought that Dustin was going to come and help Cody and say he helps Dom. <laughs> because you know what? It's professional wrestling in 2023. It doesn't need to make sense anymore, Jeff. That's right. I'm taller and lankier than you. <laughs> I'm like, no one's lankier than me. He's like, oh, don't worry. Don't worry, Chavito. I'm not Chavo. Shut up. Or is it, or is it Chapito? <laughs> I don't know. Is what's that mean? Is that what what what's Chub, that Chub, Chub, Chubito, oh, like fat. Good one. Ah, very nice, very nice. Yeah. Well, You're on anyway, <laughs> more like I'm on a California roll. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, Jimmy head is really funny. <laughs> I'm not really funny right now, but anyway. As I was saying, uh, Cody Rhodes does come into the, his house and he oh. tells Dominic to be who he is and say how he feels because those who mind don't matter. And if they matter and don't mind, and do you know who said that, Jeff? Uh, probably whoever printed the Chinese fortune cookies the night before. Actually, I'll tell you who said that. It was the cat in the hat, a children's oh, book. Oh, well. Yeah. So that probably actually would be Dr. Seuss because the cat in the hat was just a character. I used to like the cat in the hat. Why was he in the hat though? Well, what, what, what happened? Why don't you like him anymore? When did you stop? What? What? When did the cat touch you in the no-no place? <laughs> Actually, don't laugh because there was a there was a character back in the day here in Australia. I don't think it was on in the states because it was Australian called Humphrey B. Bear mm-hmm. and Fat Cat, uh-huh. right? Fat Cat, uh-huh. and they both were pedos. Oh, that's great! Yeah, like, terrific. All right. Well, why was the cat in a hat? Because it rhymed. That was sort of Dr. Seuss's thing. I know, but why was the cat in the hat in the first place? 
Well, what else would you have them in? A mat? Well, that's your, you just stand on a mat. So unless it's a flying mat, that's pretty useful. Well, he could be in a bag. A cat in a bag. Cat that in a bag. Rhyme. It does rhyme, actually. I mean, uh, you could have a cat in a bat, but the bat would have eaten <laughs> A cat in the bat. Well, 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 it could be, yeah. I don't know. Who cares anyway? But the point is... A cat in uh, a vat, but that wouldn't be very exciting. And then he'd be like the victim of a, of a Batman villain scheme. Like the oh, joke would, like, oh, would try and pour like concrete in there and, you know, and while the cat had stuck in a giant birthday cake or something. <laughs> Yuck. And he, and he starts singing happy birthday to the president? Well, when as the candles burn down, they burn through rope. And when, when the rope gets burned through, then a pendulum comes down and <laughs> his head. <laughs> All right, meow. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of presidents, uh -huh. and um, what do you think of uh, Robert F. Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? I'm not talking about this. All right, so Kobe <laughs> and and, and Dominic. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Anyway, yes, Cody. He says he's a scared little boy, and Dom walks off with Rio. Cody talks some more trash and almost gets him to come fight now, but Mysterio does the heel and we'll fight on my time type of gimmick. Rhodes says he sees him leaving again, and these dirty, dumb, cheap shots are dangerous, but at Money in the Bank, it'll be an entirely different body of water, and he wants to know if he's half the man his dad is, or just mummy's little boy. Whatever, fine, terrific, awesome. Nice job, Cody. Different body of water, awesome. Awesome. Yes, they're what are they? They're gonna wrestle in the London London Aquarium or something. Could be. I mean, London rains a lot, so it's an aquarium in itself. It's good. This is gonna be the first ever scuba match. <laughs> scuba. Yes, you know, scuba, scuba on a pole. Man. You know what we need, actually. You to tell me if you know what scuba stands for. No, actually, as a matter of fact, we need a type this type of match. I'm gonna get heat for this. Okay. But um. We need them in two submarines, uh -huh. right? And uh -huh. hopefully, <laughs> hopefully something careful. goes wrong. And, and that's try, the end try of carefully. It. Don't 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 get <laughs> into depths you're not prepared to because I don't know if you can take the pressure. <laughs> I like it. I like that was very good, very nice and played. Touche. I'm not very sure nice. if you can fathom what you're saying. You're not in this league. I clearly am not. Clearly, I'm not. He just destroyed me, ladies and gentlemen. We are sailing ahead. <laughs> well, scuba stands for self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. And unfortunately, they might just need it. Um, anyway, Ricochet versus Shinsuke Nakamura is next. As we again. see Bronson Reed. Yes, again. As Not we see Bronson Reed. This is, I mean, th th this is Vince. When, when, when things never end, when you keep seeing the same people dancing with each other, this is Vince. He, th for whatever reason, he thinks this is good. Speaking of Vince, actually, and I want to point out one thing that I've been wanting to point out all week. Do you remember last week's Smack Talk, or is it no, maybe the week before on on Smack Attack? As a matter of uh -huh. fact, um, you guys were calling me stupid for saying I didn't like the fact that EO Sky accepted the match for Bailey against uh what's her name Shotzi that that thank God Vinnie Mac himself changed because it was dumb let's be honest 
they, they they just delayed it by one week. I didn't think. Listen, I thought the concept was dumb, but I thought it was cl- if they're going to. Oh, do it, you I, liked, I liked it. Thank you, give me that bullshit. You no, liked I like that EO Sky accepted for Bailey because that's what Bailey's been doing for them all for like six months now. All three of you's looked at me like oh, some idiot. But who's laughing now, Jeff? <laughs> no one. They ran the match to. They aired the match just a week late. It still was the same match for her spot. What? I mean, it's, it's already happened because the show's over already. It started at 3 oh, o'clock two, in the afternoon and it ended at 5. That, that, match, that match ran with the same stipulation. I didn't, I didn't have any any spoilers. So, uh, really, really. So, but uh, so once again, you failed to make a point because you aren't paying attention to the world. Well, first of all, why would I look up the spoilers? Not to look up the spoilers, just to see the card for tonight's SmackDown. I mean, you're you're here talking smack, literally, <laughs> and, and, and you don't even have the proper information, which is the definition of talking oh. out of your ass, which I know is hard. Wow. I, know, I know that both your head and at least wow. one thumb are already stuck wow. there. Limit, you might ha- I might have to put you in detention in a moment. Seriously. <laughs> you know what? That's fine, because Chris isn't here, <laughs> Ron isn't available. You'll just be talking to yourself, and you're just like a disembodied head. <laughs> don't worry maybe you'll see me after all you in about blink. 10 minutes it's, it's, this is this it's like i feel like i'm doing a show with tony khan there's no blinking going on oh <laughs> uh, well f- cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> all right so ricochet is facing the uh figure skater formerly known as shinsuke nakamura <laughs> the figure skater formerly known as shinsuke nakamura yes and guess what Ricochet uh, Reed was at, at ringside because that's so exciting. What a di- you, What could possibly happen here? <laughs> well, you know what happens. Ricochet wins by pinfall via the shooting star press. Yep, Nakamura um, getting that push. I love all the people telling me Nakamura's getting a push. No, he's on TV losing, which is fine. That That's a very respectable job, just like Iron Mike Sharp and Israel Matia oh, and, and, and Stephen Martin and F.D. Jones. Oh, and and Barry Horowitz needs to be Barry Horowitz. Actually, yep, another excellent example. (laughs) Rene Goulet, (laughs) Moondog Spot. Uh, Well, yeah. Well, come on, Moondog Spot. Johnny Rods. Johnny Rods. Yes, he's probably one of the best enhancement talents ever. Yeah, sure. He's in the the Hall of Fame. Well, absolutely, Uh, he is actually, and. And he's trained some of the best professional wrestlers ever. I mean, hey, listen, I am Mike Sharps that used to say <laughs> people call me a jobber. I took it as a compliment because that means I had a job that you saw me <laughs> on TV every week. You didn't see that. You saw them on TV every five or six weeks. But the, there I was every week working. Hey, he's right. I mean, shit. Damn right. He's right. Some of us only could dream of being in a spot like he's right. But, and the whole time with a broken freaking forearm. <laughs> Come on, man. Today's wrestlers are tougher. No way. Wink, wink. Anyway. Um, yeah. As long well, as they're provided with a space, safe space and a non-confrontational zone. That's true. We are in 2023, uh-huh. after all. So, right. <laughs> um, did you know Ludwig Kaiser is going out with one of the Divas, by the way? Yes, I did. That's shocking. I always thought he was a poof. Why would you think that? <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Think about that. Think about it for a moment. 
I don't know, but he's uh, he's with uh, Tiffany Stratton, so uh, maybe you should rethink wow. everything everything you think you know. <laughs> I know, really, I know nothing. He has surpassed. <laughs> Sorry, I was just taking a swig of my drink just then, but yes, you're right. Yeah, Ooh, well, I, hope your, I hope your drink is, is straight whiskey because uh, that, that's <laughs> that's a tough one. For, yeah, that is a tough one to swallow. I'm not going to lie. Right. He's he's got a modern strata Stratton faction. And, he, oh, yeah. and, and he's it's gonna go, hey, hey honey it's tiffy time <laughs> tiffy time oh no. that's right Can take care of it right to the tiffy top whoa all the way to the tiffy top indeed i mean but seriously oh baby speak rashes to me <laughs> zeke hale <laughs> mm. anyway well, well, um, who was i said no Oh, Van der Veld. <laughs> Do you think he does the whole introduction shtick to her Absolutely. before they make Absolutely. it look? Oh, God. The bad <laughs> general. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Ludwig. Exactly like you, Hefner. Oh, oh, I could picture that for some weird reason. Champagne every night. Oh, God. Images, Jeff. Images. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. Or maybe oh, maybe a nice Riesling. Well, speaking, look, he's in the house. It is Jinder Mahal. He's spreading now. He... He's spreading lies because I watched NWA Power, and it definitely wasn't the show of the week. It was unwatchable. <laughs> Chris Rillen says, "Always a geography lesson on the PWC." Come on, it's, right. it's us, absolutely. And um, apparently, Jinder <laughs> also says, "WBD getting their money's worth for what they paid for." Are you talking about collision there, Jinder? I didn't say and pay for anything. I think that's his point. Well, yeah, it's true. And you know what? Helsman ducked me. I I asked him that. I go, do you think he, that he, TK he pays for it? And he ducked he, me. He denied that he's the one who reported that Phil got Scott fired. Uh, so, 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 so CM Punk is the liar, not Nick Hausman. Mm, I, I'm not the biggest CM Punk fan in the world, but I'm pretty sure he knows where that story came from. I'm pretty sure he does too. Actually, as a matter of fact, Hausman and Punk were kind of, uh, I don't want to say friends, but acquaintances right. at one stage. Yeah, he, he goes, it wasn't me. And I respond, I go, I go yeah. So so, uh, so Phil got his information wrong? Who was it? No, no response. No response indeed. Oh, well, Hausman. He knows nothing. He's another one that's not a journalist. I wanted but to give him a chance. I thought maybe he might be a journalist, but he's not. Homeboy88 says, don't forget your Hulk Hogan Real American Hot Dogs for 4th of July and sweet iced tea. Jesus, well, we had a, a promo spot to talk about. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know what, homeboy? Give uh, the Hulkster brother a call and maybe he can advertise his sweet iced tea. You know what? If you if you can make this happen, we'll promote you back up to Homeboy Twenty Two. Yeah, and then if you do it again on the fourth, maybe we'll promote you to Homeboy Thirty Eight. Unlikely to that high, but they have oh, a drink. That's, no, it's true. Have a drink. I mean, if it's really good, I mean, listen, I, I've heard some of the other impressions. Don't try the Iron Sheep one again. That that was not. That just sounded like you trying to sound like the Iron Sheep. Yeah, that that was bad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And really, that Macho Man Randy Savage, everyone could do a Macho I can do a Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> do something that not everybody can do. Uh, 
<laughs> oh man, sorry, but tell With him. A tear in my eye, do Ric Flair. Come on. <laughs> no, I think I've heard that before. It's not that good either. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, yeah we'll sorry, homeboy. Listen, there's only there's only 18 spots to fall, and he's got 70 to go up. So, I mean, well, tell tell him or tell me when he's telling lies. Just saying. Which one? Me. Homeboy hasn't told any lies yet. He just he just hasn't you know he just hasn't produced. He's asking about something that that he's actually uniquely able to produce. <laughs> You're funny. We're gonna get him all paranoid, man. But yeah, give give the Hulkster a call, homeboy, and tell good old Terry to 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 advertise his uh, hot dogs yeah. and yeah. and sweet iced tea. If, if if you need a reference, let him, let him know that I'm good friends with his daughter and Teal Piper on Facebook. So that you know that mm. yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Close friends. Well, anyway, where were we? We were talking about Raw. We sort of went off script there. Right. But, um, we, we had gotten as far as Ricochet was taking on Nakamura and Bronson Reed was dressed for a funeral. Uh, you know, at ringside. You don't like his new look in a suit? It doesn't matter. I mean, there's, listen, there's nothing he can do to actually look good, so it was fine. And I, I you know, so it was fine. That that's fine. The black outfit with the sunglasses, it, it's it's fine. It's perfectly okay. You know what, Jeff? Continue talking about what happens next for a moment because I'm going to come on camera now. I need to see you in person. Hey, hey what kind of show is this? You're going to come on camera? What are you, yeah, maybe your woods. Yes, I am the cat in the hat, and I'm going to get out of the hat right now. All right, that's exciting. All right, well, there was a match, 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 and Ricochet and Nakamura were involved in the match, and during the during this whole exciting stuff, uh, every now and then uh, somebody would uh, do a move and actually hit uh, Bronson Reed instead, and Bronson Reed got really upset, and blah, 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 but uh, Ricochet ended up winning. So, yay, Ricochet beat uh, Nakamura again. So, uh you know, all, all we know is that uh, neither Ricochet nor Nakamura are winning the Money in the Bank tomorrow. That's that's can almost can almost take that to the bank. Almost, it, I'm as confident as that I am in the original cryptocurrency, not any of the new ones. So, uh, so, uh, but Bronson is. Do you think he'll get himself involved in the Money in the Bank? What what, what do you think, audience? You guys think that Bronson's going to get himself in, involved in the Money in the Bank? uh match at all oh there's the chat oh my goodness that a bunch of yeses a bunch of yeses i don't know it doesn't usually tend to be a lot of uh chicanery going on and we're already talking about brock and orton and i don't know i'm i'm, I'm not i'm not seeing the the need for any bronson reed in this so i'm gonna go now we're not gonna see bronson reed getting involved in the money in the bank match um not directly anyway um so then afterwards, if, if only somebody puts something in the private chat with the order of the show from five days ago, I can do this myself. Uh, but nobody did. So I will talk really slowly. Now it's terrible. This is an audio show. So what do you guys want to talk about? Um, I know at some point Rhea said something angrily to people. I know Natty at some point had a promo where... Uh, she's questioning herself and that and that she demands that Rhea Ripley fight her one more time for the belt. And this time it's going to be a real match. And it's like, 
who wants to see this again? Who cares? Like, how, how many times does Rhea Ripley have to beat her? Do we need to see this again? I mean, the, 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 listen, I'm not one that, that talks about the booking and shit like this, but th this is this is what Vince does. Vince Vince does not mix up the characters. He, he keeps having the same people dance with each other over and over and over again. Uh, you know, at least what Triple H would do is, you know, he would at least play out the feud in different ways. They wouldn't always be wrestling each other. And that's why you have jobbers. You, you have, you, that's why, you know, maybe Rhea Ripley would beat Tegan Knox one week and then maybe beat Emma or whatever, insert, you know, whoever you want into there. But Natty would still be talking. We wouldn't have to see her in the match. Um, all right. So we have a we have a uh, couple questions here from Chris Winland. How many run-ins could there be in the Money in the Bank with all the rumors afloat? I don't think there will be more than one run-in during a match. Um, there, I, I again I don't know if we were on the air with this. We must have been. I. I don't think that Brock is necessarily going to – I don't think he's going to help Dominic. I think that if he helps Dominic while the match is still going on, that will cost Dominic the match. He will be disqualified, and Dominic will lose, thus sort of protecting Dominic. Or more likely, Cody will win, and then Brock will beat the shit out of Cody afterwards, attacking him from behind. You know, And then Dominic may try laying some kicks, and then Brock will hit him, and then maybe uh, Rhea will get in, in between them and, and – Brock will stare down and smile, and maybe they'll give Cody a chance for, you know, sort of a, um, uh, you know, to get his Hulk up or whatever. Anyway, um, I do see a possibility of an Orton rescue um, after Imperium beats the piss out of Riddle. Um, but, again, this is not a prediction show, so we're going to do a prediction show later tonight, probably. So tune in, look for Smack Talk because it's also going to be a prediction show as well. Um, by the way, Iron Mike Sharp would beat the shit out of tiny vanilla midget that wrestles now. Out of any vanilla midget that wrestles now? Probably. I mean, I, I think that's probably the case. I mean, I'm sure that there's some vanilla midget who's actually a legit, you know, great fight. I mean, like, if you consider Kurt Angle, not Kurt Angle, uh, Gable, uh, Chad Gable, a vanilla midget. I mean, he was an Olympic wrestler, you know, so I think he could probably beat up Iron Mike Sharp or at least tie him into a knot. But most of them, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about your Jungle Boys, your Dominic Stereos, even your Roddy Strongs or whatever, yeah, of course, I think so. Yeah, I'm back. All right. So, Sorry about uh, that. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. So I finished such as it was the uh, Ricochet Nakamura match, and I talked about Natty complaining and getting a match against Rhea, and I complained about that. So I don't know what you know. I, I don't know what happened after the Ricochet uh, uh, you know, match in the proper order. Well, what happens after that? We get some footage from earlier of Matt Riddle challenging Gunther to a title match at Money in the Bank as Byron Saxton interviews Riddle backstage. He acknowledges his ankle is jacked up, but he's tired of Gunther and his goons running roughshod. And we then see the poof himself. Now, <laughs> in Ludwig Kaiser, he rolls up to ask what makes him think he's talented enough to compete for the Intercontinental Championship. As Matt points out, he beat Ludwig last week. 
Kaiser says that will never, that will never happen again, and Riddle attacks as Ludwig gets the better of him as Gunther appears and accepts the challenge and stomps Matt's leg, and then we go to the break. What do you think of this little segment? Do you like it? Do you like this upcoming little uh, feud, I guess? No, I don't like it. I didn't think too much of it. I mean, Matt Riddle does nothing for me. He, like, he he works with the right partner. He worked with Orton. He worked with uh, Pete Dunne. But him on his own, I, 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 he's not quite at Grayson Waller levels of cringe, but he's close. Mm. Um, mm. So. Speaking of uh, Grayson Waller, did you hear about why he hasn't wrestled yet? Be- besides the fact that he stinks and he can't wrestle? Yeah, he has a, like a broken leg. Ah, cut the shit, man. You're doing this again. You know he can wrestle. He's a decent wrestler, as a matter of fact, Jeff. No, he's not. He's yes, not. he is. He's, a, he's decent for someone who's do- been doing it for a year. Right. Think about right. it. I mean, well, that's not on. that's not what somebody on the main roster should be. I think he's pretty decent in the ring for who he I is. Know you but I, I know you want to, you know. And by the way, what he said about London on Twitter that uh-huh. popped me. <laughs> just saying. I don't know. Uh, uh, he was just calling England like a is similar to Australia, but like shit, like shitter sort of thing. But anyway. Do you guys, do you guys uh, believe, this is from Chris Willen, do you guys believe all the rumors of Vince being involved with booking? I really don't. The more I, I see posted, this is just WWE doing WWE things, really. No, I do believe it, actually. Yeah. I, I've, I've given you just two examples tonight of things that are absolutely Vince's doing. I mean, Triple H books matches very similarly, but what Triple H would do differently is that you wouldn't see the same people wrestling each other every single week. They 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 would wrestle someone else, and you know someone else who wasn't in a story. They would lose matches. So if we, if the feud was Bobby Lashley and the Miz, you would still see the Miz getting involved in Bobby Lashley matches, or they'd have interplay, or they'd be talking to each other. But Bobby Lashley would would beat up Cedric Alexander. He would beat up Shelton. He would he would beat up Tozawa, whatever. You know, but but he's but the Miz was still around, but you wouldn't right. see him and the Miz wrestling every single goddamn week. This is what Vince does. He he has them face each other every single goddamn week, and they are also talking about each other and and really nothing else. And every now and then they remember to point to the case in the sky. First, it was pointing to the WrestleMania. Now it's pointing to the briefcase. Right. Well, whenever you look up, you know something that good is there. It's the WWE Universe, folks. It's like the Holy Grail. <laughs> it actually is. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, where are we now? So as we come back from commercial, we see Dominic Mysterio complaining to Adam Pearce, uh, demanding a match for himself tonight to show Cody Rhodes that he's in what he's in for at Money in the Bank. He has the perfect opponent, uh, opponent in mind and someone of his caliber, big and strong, Pierce says he can do that, but what does he want? Then Rhea whispers in his ear and says they'll get back to him later tonight and leave him befuddled. Okay, so the way you made it sound, the way I heard it, it sounded like Dominic was demanding a match so he can show Cody Rhodes what he's about. He was demanding right. a match for Cody so that Cody knows what, what he's got coming. Why are we getting a Cody fucking dumb spot? So, so really? in other words, Dominic and Rhea are being like Bailey, and they're going to volunteer 
Priest or Finn or I guess the other suspect would be J.D. McDonough. I mean, the show is five days older, so it's Priest. They get they ask Priest to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, Chris Miller says, isn't Bruce Pritchard still involved? Could be, by proxy, be responsible for that Vince hit? Yes, I think he books similar. Him and Vince are pretty much exactly the same. So Listen, either way... If, 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 either way, it's the same thing, because Bruce exactly. books to please Vince, so he's going to do exactly what Vince wants. So... Yes, it could be, but I, I don't see the difference. It's it's like asking if President Lukashenko uh, is doing it so that we don't have to blame Putin. It's the same thing. Lukashenko <laughs> does what Putin tells him to do. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, I think Vince is still involved. I mean, he said it himself, Chris, just quietly. He really did. I mean, he said he will still be doing things. He came out and said that publicly, so... I truly think Vince is still in control, and Bruce Pritchard, like Jeff said, it's the same thing either way. If it's Bruce, he books like Vince. If it's well, what Vince, else is he going to do with that mustache? He could sell used cars. <laughs> he can, absolutely. Todd Brantley, the comic king, is in the, his house. Hey y'all, what's cracking? And he says, "Happy Friday, guys! Happy Friday to you, my friend." Happy Thank you. Friday. The weekend uh, starts. I work harder than I do during the week on on five billion yeah. wrestling podcasts. It's like a PLE every week. Well, yeah, that makes two of us shit. Actually, we're going to have a bonanza of shows. As a matter of fact, Jeff, how many do you think we need to do now? Oh, just I in the next we, two I days. Think should, I think we should just be live twenty four seven. Yeah, we should do the PWC network on marathon. right. Exactly, marathon. Yeah, exactly, the marathon. Whoever wants to be on. You know they they can they can they can text us their audition and if they are we'll give them a link and say this this hour and a half is yours. <laughs> Don't embarrass oh, us. It's pretty hard to do worse than we than how we embarrass ourselves. So it's it's true. It's true. For reference, um, watch yesterday's skirmish. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I I just finished with it. Uh, just that's why you're seeing me now because and that's why I had to use the iPad earlier because I was in the middle of editing. Our funny-ass show. I thought the show was great. Jeff is cringing most of the time, but come on. It's AEW. Love was definitely in the air. I'm just I saying. Think, I think everybody needs to understand that as soon as it crosses midnight for me, I start to get <laughs> And to be honest, every time I watch Dynamite now, I get like he does. So you're going to have a funny, wacky, fun show. Put it right. that way. Like I would have preferred to have been done with like Dynamite in 37 minutes. I couldn't believe we went two and a half hours, dude. That's that's long for us. Yeah, I know. It was it was long, slow, and painful. No, it was a great show. I thought it was great. Everyone was laughing. I mean, let's be honest. Our listener base love it when we bash AEW. I don't think we have any pro AEW fans I when it comes to our listeners. Bash you. That's my oh, really? That, you, that's my you want twabble? You want twabble? Is that like is that like twat? Is that twabble? <laughs> no, I was doing an Asian. Just oh. quite. <laughs> you want twabble, right? That doesn't sound like. I, I, I don't know what. Like, <laughs> you're trying to do like like a weird Southern accent. Jeff, how does that sound Southern? I don't know. It doesn't sound Asian. I don't know what it, it sounded. I mean, it was. I don't know what it sounds like. It Did it sound so, like "Howdy ho, people"? I, I don't know. Your accents are terrible. Even your Australian accent's bad. <laughs> don't fucking 
please. It's All fucking right, too that? early. It's too early for fuck's sake. I don't need what's to be that? going what, through what this. What else is Adam Pierce fouling at? What else is going on in the show? What, well, well, before we go there. Am I correct that Jeff. he didn't even have a tie on this week? He was oh, like yeah, wearing no, like a Henry. Right. Like he's Don Johnson or something in Miami Vice. <laughs> well, a hey, great show, week. by the way. Didn't, didn't, uh, didn't Adam Pierce have a birthday this week? And then also another he bald guy. Is it, isn't it a bald, bald FTR's birthday today? Was it? Yeah. That I didn't know. I knew it was Pierce's birthday. But I mean, which one's really? older? I bet, I bet bald FTR is older than Pierce. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I think uh, bald FDR what was it cash cashing and dash dashing, yeah, as me and Vent like to say. Ball. It's it's Dax. That's the bald one. It's 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 that how hardwood, right? Yeah, hardwood. Great name. Yeah. Just saying. Awesome. Yeah. Great. <laughs> the the breast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely the breast. Absolutely. <laughs> more geography. At least we can learn some shit here. We'll get to it. Don't worry. <laughs> we are. Well, we'll get to it on the Smack Talk, especially since you're coming from London. <laughs> <laughs> the cheese head. The cheese head. Indeed. Right. Well, before hey, we do move on. Machi's head. He's hey. Machi's head. He's hey. the Machi's head. Machi's uh, and what does that make you? I don't think it's, it's, you don't give yourself a nickname. That's like calling yourself an alpha male. <laughs> By the way, guys, if you call yourself an alpha male, you're not. <laughs> well, before we move on, we've got someone in the house. Do we? We do. As a matter of fact, All right. let's see who it is. Oh, is that Terry Belaya, the, the Hulkster brother? That's right, brother, and a former WWF fucking legend, brother. I gotta wait for fucking Jeff Lippin to interrupt you for introducing me, brother. But you know what, brother? It's terrible, you know. You got the fucking Hulk Hogan, real American hot dogs, dude, for 4th of Whoa. July. So get them in a 24-pack, brother, just like my 24-inch pythons, dude. And you know what? You can wash it down with some Hulk Hogan sweet iced teas. Because you know why? Because I'm just too <laughs> sweet. But just like I was saying, brother, get your fucking hot dogs, grill them up. Because you know what the hot dogs look like, my body, dude. When I used to wrestle, I used to fucking suntan. And people used to say, Hulkamaniac, hey, Hulkster, how do you fucking suntan yourself to look like a fucking hot dog, dude? And I said, no, it's real simple, brother. You go to the tanning salon, brother, and you say, give me the fucking hot dog color, brother. And then you put the yellow, the yellow trunks, brother. And you can squirt that shit on your hot dog and give it the yellow trunks, dude. And the fucking ketchups, the fucking shoulder pads, brother. And the knee pads, brother. Hey, Hulkster. down. Oh, Hulkster, yeah. are, are your hot dogs kosher? Oh, well, question. Well, they are for fucking Macho Man Running Savage and Lenny Poffo, brother. I know you had a problem with Lenny Poffo, but rest in peace, oh, dude. It wasn't a fallout. We killed him. It's true. He... Well, he did. And he's La Sacaria. <laughs> okay, brother. But anyways, this is about the real American. But Listen to Anna Serena. We're gonna celebrate a broken the heart. fucking July. Don't fucking interrupt me. Jeff fucking living again. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> what you're gonna do with the PWC, the real American hot dogs, brother. We're wild you. I gotta go. I gotta go. My fucking break's over, brother. I gotta be oh. like in back, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Hulk. That was the Hulkster, ladies and gentlemen. 
You're a real American hero. No, just I'm saying. Right now, brother, and you can't see it, but I'm posing like I'm fucking in front of 93,000 fans. There's a couple of motherfuckers. Look at me. While I'm in the parking lot, just parked here, brother, in my red and yellow Dodge Viper, dude. It's okay, brother. Uh, you still have that damn thing? Uh, fuck Linda, Linda the Tinker said, Hell no, motherfucker. Y'all gotta keep that shit forever. What you gonna do? What's wild on you? I gotta go turn the ladies out, brother. Please. See, uh, bye, Terry. Uh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, thanks for showing up. Thanks for sponsoring us. <laughs> that was all the hoax, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and uh, people are wondering, is this, <laughs> yes. is this the right podcast? Oh, well, uh, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> Just ask his wife, Jeff. <laughs> is this an old episode of Hogan Knows Best, says the comic king? Oh, well, Hogan always knows best, Todd. You should know this by now. Come mm -hmm. on now. He does. He really That's does. Right. Go and get his uh, <laughs> his iced tea, especially. Maybe, I mean, because it's just too sweet. And, he'll tell us where we can find the right buns to fit his hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did bring up Bubba the Love Sponge, right? I did. <laughs> His wife was pretty hot, though. I'll give I'll give you that. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, he's the cuck at the end of the day. I mean, shit. Lots of cocks have hot wives. <sighs> they do, especially fat cucks. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibit A, right here. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. You said that. Uh, oh, oh boy. Anyway, uh, let's move on, shall we? Because uh, next we get. I'm crying, Jeff. Legit, my eyes are. Look how look how watery my eyes are. Anyway, Liv Morgan. Sorry. You're very sensitive, Liv Morgan. I am. Well, yes. now I know why you're crying. Uh, yeah, I know. It is Raquel Rodriguez, actually, before I move on to Live Morgan. This is Shayna Baszler next. We also see Ronda Rousey making her entrance flanked by Shayna Baszler. Happy Pride Month, by the way, even though it's the last day of Pride Month, just quietly. But even you though I'm pride in your that. heart all, all year round. Absolutely. <laughs> Chris Willis says, where the hell is Brooke Hogan these days? Good question. I think she's, she's still well, around. You know what, Chris? You're on my Facebook. She's on my Facebook. You can go. You can go check her out. You, you're friends with Brooke. I am. Since when is it really Brooke? Well, if it's really Ty Teal Piper, then yes, it's really Brooke. <laughs> That's tight, Jeff. That's tight. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, we uh, we do get and the match between Teal Piper. I don't. And she's got. She has a married last name too. It's like Tombs or something like that. With like two O's in there. And what, her, like Roddy Piper? Well, no. Teal Piper Tombs. Like she has a like she's got a married last name. And but Tombs was Piper's name. actual last name, really. Oh, was it? Well, if you, yes. well, well, whoever her significant other is is huge. Well, like huge? Yeah, he's like he's like, he's like a indie wrestler or something. He's, he's a big big guy, big big nose. Big no. It looks like he drank too much. Like, like how he's like a Tip O'Neill nose. <laughs> like an old Irishman's you... nose, like the burst, burst of capillaries, but the, re the rest <laughs> of them. Are... So it sort of looks like Dan Dan Maff if he was like in super shape. Like if he was ripped instead of just big. Wow. I don't know if uh, if this is racist or. 
so whatever. Like, but looks like little, actually, he looks a little bit like Brian Cage, tall. <laughs> Taller? Yeah. <laughs> well, which which part of this is racist? Well, the fat nose part calling him Irish, you know, fat oh, Irish nose. You could have said Italian. It would have been better. I'm just saying. Italian so have a kind of nose. Oh, I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's like a who's the guy who did my little chickadee? WC Field. It's like his nose. <laughs> anyway, enough of the noses because uh, we move on to the Raquel Rodriguez versus Shayna Baszler match. But weird enough, Ronda Rousey wins by pinfall with a side press, Jeff. Okay, so this was the Raquel Rodriguez Shayna Baszler match, but Ronda right. Rousey won. Yes, that's right. You want Ronda Rousey won. <laughs> well, didn't didn't Ronda raise uh, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey get involved? Well, I don't know, but it sounds like it would have been a, a Ronda Rousey Raquel Rodriguez match for Raquel Rodriguez to have lost to Ronda Rousey and not Shayna Baszler. Right, that's true. Well, you said but, yeah, I know. Here on my notes, for some reason, it says Raquel Rodriguez versus Shayna Baszler, but Ronda Rousey does win. All right, well, that was excellent. Good job, Ronda. Nice work. Good job with a side press. Anyway, anything to actually say about this match? So what will Liv Morgan have to do with it? Because you start with Liv well, Morgan and have a match. Liv Morgan uh, seconds Raquel Rodriguez being here, you know, basically. She was just there and uh, that's it. That's There's it. nothing so, else to say. So they're still going. They still want their rematches. And to further that, they decided to have a singles match wherein the their, their Haas lost. Okay, this this seems awesome. And they don't even have a match of Money in the Bank for this, uh, this rematch, so... I mean, well, four, again, all right. Yeah, the, the, again, the, this is more Vince shit. Like it is. Like Triple H would at least have Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey having a match against another, you know, set of women and beating them like a tag team. Like he'd bring up someone from NXT and have them defeated, or he would have Raquel Rodriguez and and uh, Liv Morgan have have a match. You know, I don't know. Throw, throw together. Who's who, who's one of the thousand people that Shotzi Blackheart has had a, has been in a tag team with? She's the biggest slut of professional wrestling, and I don't mean that literally. I mean that in terms of the various partners that she has. I mean, she might even have an STD at this point. Well, the amount of partners she's had. You know what? They should have just brought up Tegan Knox and Tamina, and 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 let Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan beat them. Whatever. That, that, that's what Triple H would have done. Something unimportant like that, but at least it would further that the, that they are still a vibe, that they are a tag team. They haven't forgotten how to work together, and they're not they're not just entitled to the rematch, but they're deserving of it. And then maybe you'd see Ronda and Shayna like run out and beat them up or something. Right, I agree. Or backstage well, just, segment where they do it. Anyway, well, let's move on from that mess because Please. next we see Finn Bello cutting a promo in a smoky room. Jeff, why was it smoky? it wasn't smoke it was actually a whole bunch of people snoring cold and you were just seeing them breathing out <laughs> because, because they were all so bored and they all had sleep apnea <laughs> i can't believe there's people who actually think he's going to win this match tomorrow uh, money in the bank i know we're not doing predictions now but i mean come on we will tonight though in, right, a, in, right. in about three just under three hours just under three hours so exciting it is. I can't wait I, for SmackDown. Okay, either way, yeah, SmackDown's going to fill in all the answer all of my questions. Oh, it's probably going to be a bad SmackDown, really. It's a taped show. I mean, oh, I think so. Yeah, dummy. Yeah. 
actually, did you watch uh, his latest show with Chris Van Fleet? No, I've never watched a Chris Van Fleet show. Chris, I hope you're not mad at me. Really? He follows me, weird enough. Follows me too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I saw that. But I was surprised. He is. I've spoken to him numerous occasions. I I don't listen to anybody. I don't listen to any, like, you know, big time wrestling podcast shows. I just don't. The only ones I listen to are the ones that come that, that come for free on Figure Four Online because that's the first wrestling podcast I subscribed to in 2014 when I first started listening to podcasts. Wow. Yeah, well, me too. I mean, the Observer and the Torch were the first things I ever used to listen to before podcast was even a thing. <laughs> the best part is when Brian Alvarez did after after dark, and he 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 was he would do like cryptid shit. He would do like Gardner do, and he always had a call. The first caller was always Ryan from Cumberland, Maryland. Oh yes, Ryan from Cumberland, Maryland. Man, and, is he still alive? I, I think that he might be, and and like he he'd call on like you know, dude. He used to ban him. He was getting like, annoyed by him, if you remember. Oh, okay. Like the subject today is cryptids in Yellowknife, Canada, and like Ryan would call. He goes, uh, "Ryan, do do you think that the women's division in Impact is, is really shaping up to be great? I mean, they just added Raka Khan and Kiara Hogan, and I really think that it's shaping up to be." Well, Ryan, thank you. Uh, th- those are all some good points, but we are talking about cryptids in Yellowknife, <laughs> Canada today. Uh, why don't you maybe call back, uh, you know, when we're doing a wrestling show or covering the Impact show? And, and, and you go, oh, okay, yeah, I, I'm sorry, Brian. And I, I didn't know that. I'd be like, yeah, Ryan, I, how would you know? Because you only call in every single show. <laughs> Oh my god! He got to the point where, like, he got that annoyed by him that he actually banned him at one stage from ever calling in. Can right, you believe right. that? What an asshole you are, Brian! I think I think he, you know, I would I would have done the same thing much sooner. But I think he had. A, <laughs> I think he used to have his grandmother talk to him. He used to have Granny talk to him. Really? Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. But I remember Ryan from Cumberland. It's been a long time since I've actually heard him call in. I don't actually, know if he still no. does. If anyone knows Ryan or Ryan, you're out there. If you shoot me your address, maybe one day I'll take a day trip. I'll take a drive out to Cumberland, and I'll, uh, I'll we'll see what, what 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 it's all about. What are you all about, man? We'll put you on the air here on the PwC. You got internet? Oh no, he's probably about seventy years old. He used to sound pretty old. Seventy? I'm guessing he's more like 170. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a feeling he's like one of those guys like Arn Anderson. They seem like he's seventy since he's thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> either way shout outs to him he did call up other shows too randomly sometimes like different shows i know i, know. I heard him from time to time in other places but and, and like usually asking about something creepy like yeah he was time. weird he was weird let's be honest <laughs> yeah. well anyway as i, I was saying about that josie match and stardom um <laughs> we're talking about big foots in savannah <laughs> yeah. uh, alvarez has stopped doing those shows hasn't he yeah, yeah, he stopped a long time ago. Uh man, you know what? I was a fan of his shows. I'm not going to lie. Those shows, I was actually, I used to tune in all the time, man, when they were available. They were for yeah, free, yeah, too. You doesn't have Carl Stern, and it's terrible. No offense, Carl, but they're just unlistenable. You know what else is funny, which I find kind of amusing and weird at the same time? What is it with professional wrestling fans? Like, for example, I've always been into the paranormal, right? Just like mm-hmm. you have, right? Yeah. But I never thought to myself that for whatever reason, pro wrestling and, and the paranormal stuff sort of uh, goes hand in hand, if you know what I mean. Because Why? Everything's a work. Everything's just behind the curtain. 
Right. Now really that, you, that I think about it, that's true. That's why so many wrestling fans who love conspiracies also, because everything. Right. Weird. But I was the, I used to think I'm like one of the very few that was like that. But then I realized every wrestling fan practically is the same in that, right. in that mm-hmm. sense. That's why. Interesting. We're, we're all the fucking same. We're all a bunch of <laughs> it's, dumbass it's, marks. Some of us know we're dumbass marks and others don't. That's the only difference. Speak for yourself, man. No. Well, he's one of the ones who doesn't. There you go. Right here. Right here. Exhibit A, me. Exhibit B, him. You're both types, right? Hey, I've said I'm a mother of mine. He's a dumbass and the dumbass who doesn't know he's a dumbass. Wow. Takes one to know one, right? I mean. I already said I know. I know. That's why (laughs) I'm agreeing with you. We do have a comment, though. and um... That'd be a good one. (laughs) Nah, well. Chris Willen says, I don't see the bloodline story culminating until NFL football season. How else will they keep fans hooked if or when the story ends? We keep saying this, but the family need to get involved. Right, Jeff? Absolutely. I mean, this can go for a long time. I don't know why you think it's going to have any trouble, you know, going through football. See, I think it's going to go through and, and past next WrestleMania. What the iterations are, who knows? I mean... You have, there's plenty of family members, there's plenty of other wrestlers, there's plenty of different alliances and, and, and ways that it can go. You can always bring in the, the hired mercenary, whatever. You don't know who's going to get injured. I mean, you just don't know. There's all sorts of things out there that are possible. So I, I think that, uh, listen, this is the one story that they've done largely right. It's not always great. It doesn't always advance at, at the right pace or whatever it is, but they've been keeping the story moving and how, how are they going to keep it going? They're going to keep it going by figuring out how to get Cody back on the road to Roman. That That's going to be enough. They've screwed that up, Jeff. No, they haven't. I think they have. Yeah, but you're wrong. Well, it's like, what's what's Cody doing really now? He's, he's, he's going to find his way. He was drafted. Hell. That was an obstacle. That, that's a big obstacle he's got to overcome. And then they got they got beat up by Brock, and he's got to deal with that. Don't you worry, Chris. They won't pull an NWO Silver with Double J, Jeff Jarrett, Brett the Hitman Hart, and and that. I mean, and and what do you mean by that? By having different members? Is that what you're referring to? Like the Me? band is back together? No, no, Chris Willand. Mm-hmm. Look what he said. Do you remember the Silver NWO Jeff in WCW? You don't. The Black and Silver NWO, which was Hall Nash, Brett the Hitman Hart. Double J Jeff Jarrett, and I think that's it at the time, from yeah, what I remember. Uh, vaguely, I don't know. And, and anything with Jeff Jarrett usually got me to turn off the TV. Which, by the way, I mean, this year was probably the only year that that changed, and now it's back to to the normal state of normal baseline of not being interested in anything Jeff Jarrett doing. That's not his fault though, because it, honestly, I'm well, being the honest. Part is because I'm pretty sure he's on the booking committee. Well, he doesn't always have to book himself in the high spots, if you know what I mean. Like, and when I say high spots, not high spots in the match. I mean, yeah, high up himself, in the card. But he's booking himself in the frequent spots, and it's the same kind of crap. And the the the, the sell job on Tony probably is like, we're going to get this seven foot two giant over. No, you haven't. Jeez, oh, no. But again, first of all, he's already he's already at a disadvantage because he's Indian. I'm sorry, I said it. That's one. And two, he's big for nothing. Well, if there's one thing about AEW that's consistent, let's just say, let's be nice, eight out of ten times, is that whatever whatever the goal should be as to who to get over, they get the wrong person over. 
<laughs> That's standard, man. Standard. And if they do get someone over, they straight away pull the rug straight from underneath them. Right. There's that too. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, they've destroyed freaking Wardlow. They really have. They've killed they him. They hire someone else so that you think you forget about him. They hire seven other people within the next six weeks. If you're like I've always said on this, or not on this show, but on the Wednesday night skirmish in particular, if you're over six foot two and you're a big dude, that don't work for me, brother. Yeah, it cracks me <laughs> up for people who think that Drew McIntyre is going to go to AEW. No, he's not. <laughs> Why? Why would he want to do that? Unless he wants to take this date, fine. I can see that. What's he want to? What's he want to do? Have a thirty-five minute banger with Roderick Strong where he loses? <laughs> <laughs> he will lose. He's too big, dude. Exactly. <laughs> He's going nowhere. Drew Galloway, please. Even when you win, you lose. When you're big, I mean, Luchasaurus has a title now, but Christian seems like the champion. I, mean, I told you, he's doing the DiBiase with Andre. Wardlow wins only to look stupid. I mean, this, 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 this is what happens. Even when they even when they win, they lose. And what's funny is they've convinced me that Wardlow truly is stupid. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's stupid. There you well, go. Actually, I'm not sure he's stupid because I'm actually pretty nah, sure. he's stupid. Like, I'm pretty sure like he gave his like, like nine months ago, he said, listen, I'm not re-signing when my contract comes up. <laughs> I hope so. But you know what's funny? He, you know what WWE did to him? And now I get it. I totally get it. When he had a tryout with WWE... You know what they said? They were that frustrated with him that they said this on the way out. You're never going to be a professional wrestler, so do something else because you're that bad that you're never going to do this. I don't think he's that bad. I mean, I think... That's what be- they said. That's what he said So on uh, the Van Fleet show. I'm not saying that he's... Uh, I'm just saying I don't agree with that assessment. I mean, he, he can be a professional wrestler. He just can't talk. He just needs the right kind of guidance and the right kind... Of, it's just like... Every time they put him with someone, that 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 someone is busy trying to put themselves over. Even sixty-six year old Arn is trying to put himself over, and and his stupid ass son. No, no, oh, everyone God. there is focused on themselves, not on not on enhancing anyone. And they lie about it all the time. Jericho says he's trying. Jarrett says he's trying. Matt Hardy says he's trying. Christian says he's trying. None of them are trying. None, none of them have done the least thing at all to put anyone over. I mean, Jericho at least loses every now and then. Even Brian, who who will put people over, but then but but it's always because he knows he's in another better story. It's true. They're compulsive liars, legitly. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move on, though, Jeff Chris wants to say outside the box. I just traded my ticket stub from the 1996 King of the Ring, where Austin 316 was born, for Iron Sheik, Hall Ventura, and Homer Simpson autographs. Who do you guys have? Um, in what way, uh, Chris? Is in uh, memorabilia or? Um... I, I just keep the the jaw bones of my victims. <laughs> well, I've got a few autograph things you can't see, but up here on my wall to my left, I've got a lot of uh, autograph cards over here. I mean, obviously eight by twelves. I've got a Hollywood Hogan. I've got Hogan's autograph on a 1996 Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine from back then in tip-top condition obviously back there i've had that for years where the chicken is um i've got a lot i've got a few i've got a few memorabilia um yeah but it'll take me a while jeff do yeah. you have anything i mean i'm not really a memorabilia guy but i mean mil muerte signed his mask i have a boogeyman autograph from an indie show we were at um 
allegedly Vicky Guerrero sold me a <laughs> autograph of Eddie Guerrero. I actually forgot who the other one picture is. Actually, speaking of Eddie, see these cards over here. And, uh, these, whoa, be, there goes my mic. It might be Chris, might be Chris Benoit. I've got a Benoit card too, as a matter of fact. See these yeah, cards no, in particular, Jeff? photo. Uh, but, yeah. That's real gold. I, these I, cards. I had an autograph from The Rock, but I lost it in, in the divorce. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Where? She actually wanted it? No, I think just think it's something that she threw out. You know, as what a, you know, sorry, what a of, cunt. Things just disappear. Wow. Oh, that would have burnt me. I'm not going to lie. I'll, I, I'll I had some pretty cool sports memorabilia. Like, I had Jonathan Ogden autograph from a cocktail napkin at a, from a restaurant. I had oh, a, yeah. I've got, I've got a few of those. I've, like, I had like a like, schematics frame from Oriole Park at Camden Yards and Oriole and MT Stadium. Well, Raven Stadium before it was MT Stadium. Oh God, that's nice. Picture some Olympians. Yeah. I think I had an autograph from uh, Curly Neal from the the um, uh, Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, stuff oh, like that. Cool. So sort of some random stuff and a, a Mick Fleetwood autograph and Ed Asner one. Like random stuff that, and but no, it's all gone. Look what I've got autographed. You're gonna love me. Why would I love you? Because. <laughs> No, that's all. DA. <laughs> that's not Moxley. That's 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 what's it called? That's Dean um, Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, the better worker than Moxley. Just saying. No, it's like, it's the, the Rocky sign. Just said KYR. Know your role. That's what. <laughs> oh man, no. But I've got a lot of I've got a lot of autograph shit. But these cards in particular, man, they're, they're actual real gold. They're made out of gold. They're pretty rare. They come in a. Yeah, I've got Benoit there, Eddie Guerrero. They were. All right, come on, let's move on with the show. Come on. But anyway, yes, let's move on because. Yeah, I know, that's true. I was saying that uh, Bella was in a smoky room about how the guy that beat Seth Rollins seven years ago is dead. Move on. Nobody cares what Ken Bella has to say. Well, you're not going to care about this one either, pretty much. That's Because it's my boy in Seth freaking Rollins. Definitely don't care. You really want me to skip past this? Yes, absolutely. Just, just, wow. Finn Balor says he's going to beat Seth Rollins because he is the guy from seven years ago. He's mad about seven years ago. Okay, great. Seth Rollins is going to beat Finn Balor. Then what happens? Uh, well, there's more than that, to be honest. But whatever. That's pretty much the rundown. That's the jest. Okay. But what's next? Well, there was Carmelo Hayes. Okay. So what did Carmelo Hayes have to say? Well, not much. He just takes away the chair from Finn and makes a difference as Rollins is finally able to run Balor off. And that's that, pretty much. Right. So when Seth was in the ring doing doing his talk, he, before he was allowed to speak, Finn Balor attacked him and he was going to use a chair and Carmelo kept the, the chair from him. So congratulations. Good, good job, Carmelo. You are a hero. Luckily, wasn't Trick Williams with him, so Finn wouldn't come, come at him. Yeah. Well, next it gets even worse. Okay. It's the Miz attacking Champa during his entrance. Yeah, actually, it's better because nobody <laughs> wants to see Champa versus the Miz. Nobody, nobody cares about Champa. Nobody cares that. I mean, the laziest promo possible. When I was hurt, you never called me once. Oh my <laughs> God, you couldn't come up think of anything. Oh. So, so I mean, who who would just? I mean, wasn't that what Dexter Loomis? said about the Miz that he owed him money and didn't pay him that whole time. Oh, yeah, whatever happened to that? 
I mean, isn't that why he hired Champa to protect him from Dexter Loomis, who nobody had seen in, in months? Not not that I'm necessarily complaining about that much. I mean, he was in some battle royal at some point, and he showed up in NXT a couple of times. But, okay, so, yeah, so the the, the, the Miz is fighting uh, uh, Champa, and I, I believe that Champa won, even though nobody in the crowd cares, even though I, I, Champa does have his old song back, and, and his old song Thank is God. much better than what they gave him. That I agree with, but fair enough. Let's move on. Um, no, but people are threatening me that it's going to be a DIY reunion for what? Uh, who, who's who's the Mrs. partner? I mean, Johnny Morrison is now John TV, so who's who's, mm-hmm. who, who's the Mrs. friend going to be because he's run out of everyone? Is it going to be woo woo woo? No, his, please. Is that his last friend? I mean, Dolph Ziggler was at his wedding, right? So was, he's still That's around true. doing nothing. There's a few Cleveland boys, clearly. Um, anyway. I mean, Logan Paul, his last friend, had also hated him. That's uh, true, he, too. Who would become friends with the Miz? I mean, well, he's got Maurice. Yeah, but to, who can wrestle? I mean, maybe he should get, you know, maybe he should pay someone in advance, you know, like maybe almost. That'd be pretty good. I'd like to see almost squash Ciampa and, and Gargano. Is almost back from his, his, uh, his, my, my big fat Nigerian wedding honeymoon. <laughs> He should be back, but he's not back on television, though. That's the thing. Right. Like, like, he'd, be, like, he'd be a good, like, mercenary. I mean... He would. You know, the original purpose of the Hurt Business, to have business. <laughs> I still can't believe they haven't brought him back. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, where are we now? We see Imperium are chatting backstage about Gunther's match at Money in the Bank. And then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn roll up to give them a taste of their own medicine. Ludwig Kaiser tells him to walk on, and Owen says they have a reason to be here. And Zayn says it's about Riddle's ankle, and they're going to do something about it. As Sammy challenges Gunther to a match, and he accepts. Wow, one-on-one. This is exciting stuff. Big match. I feel like there's sexual tension between these groups, pretty much. I mean, every week, they're always interacting, man. You find sexual tension, like, in strange places. Jeff, you know what happens when I get that feeling? You know what? You, no, you're like that song, looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in the places. Speaking of looking for love, though, um, the next match. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, next we've got Akira Tozawa versus Dominic Mysterio. A friend and a lover. God knows oh, I need to be on the cover looking for love. I'm looking for love. Or as uh, the great Buttwheat did when Eddie Murphy was on uh, Siren Live, looking for love in all the bong faces. Looking for love. Oh, boy. Jeff, this ain't fucking uh, sing along with The Rock or anything like that. Just say it. It's balancing along with Seth Rollins. All right, so what's going on? So, so okay, so Sammy's going to fight Gunther. Terrific. What else we got? You didn't hear me? I said Akira Tozawa versus Dominic Mysterio, and Dominic wins by pinfall with a frog splashy. Excellent. He found the one guy on the roster smaller than him that's, that's not his father. Nice. You know, finding, finding people that are smaller than you to pick on is tight. Don't look oh, at them. Look at your look at your little list. At least tell me what's next before you get distracted by her. Oh boy. Well, post match he kicks Tazawa out of the ring like garbage before Rhea, Rhea Ripley raises his hand 
as we see the Viking Raiders get a video package where Valhalla complains about not hearing from the gods for weeks. That's right. And they need to hurt Alpha Academy to open up communications once again. This sounds That's familiar, right. Jeff. Yes, it does. And uh, I did. we saw uh, Maxine training and... and uh, <laughs> She's lifting weights and, and she is. Otis, he's he's on the he's on the stationary bike and the coach is really happy with his with his coach shirt tucked into his blue coach seventies shorts and it's everything's looking awesome. And Maxine's like, you know, I know I haven't had a match, but every time Valhalla come, comes at me, I took her out. Didn't I, coach? And he's like, Yes, I did. And they're all very pleased with themselves. <laughs> well, speaking of please, next we see Tree Stratus and Zoe Stark making the entrance to set up money in the bank and uh yeah whatever as we come back from commercial i tell um, you that zoe stark is very lucky i mean that is she she really overachieved when she got that got trisha's her girlfriend yeah i know tell me about it very overachieved uh we see corey graves moderating and bailey speaking saying she's gonna win because she's the only one who's won before but also, it'd be cool if EO Sky won, apparently. Mm-hmm. Jeff. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Anyway. Remembering that EO is there. Right. Sky then uh, says, may the best woman win. And Zelina Vega then takes over, saying she's tired of damage control, ignoring everyone else in the match, and talks up Becky Lynch as the woman who's done everything but win money in the bank. Mm-hmm. As And apparently, Zoe Stark is a groupie. She's got a groupie. Terrific. This is this is awesome. She said she's not a groupie. And the, it all breaks down. They all start fighting. Oh, she um, a groupie. But maybe. <laughs> well, Trish Stratus says a woman her? who's... Ne- Sorry, excuse me. Could you, could you blame her? Oh, no. Oh, that, that's, that's, that's another one of my friends on Facebook, uh, Trish Stratus. Ooh. Is under it her, Stratus Faction Guarantee? Which is like, way too long. Strategious. Strategious. I can't pronounce it. Strategious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't pronounce that. It's similar to Stratus, but not quite. I, I can't. I, didn't, I haven't really put much effort into trying, to be honest with you. Is that too Greek for you, Jeff? Yes, I, I have a Greek overdose. I, I don't know if you <laughs> might understand why. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you you can pronounce my last name, though. Smelliest. Oh, you didn't just say that. Anyway, uh, where were we? Um, we see two Stratus as a woman who's never been... In the ladder match and herself as the future Miss Money in the Bank, she and Bailey start bickering. Zoe tells him to calm down, and Trish says she just sees a bunch of little girls. Yes. And yes, this is her first ladder match, but winning is what she does. And when she makes history on Saturday, they'll be able to thank her for being part of such an historic moment. And Becky... She saw Shania Twain earlier in the the week as well. Did she? She's still going around Shania Twain? Isn't she Canadian? Probably. I think she is. Anyway, and Becky, well, Becky just ignites the brawl we've all been waiting for. Eventually, it comes down to Sky and Lynch, and Eo decides to moonsault into the crush. Becky drags the ladder into position to remind us how Look, to win I the match. I want to say that for... We watch wrestling a lot, and pretty much Obviously. every show has many, many spots where wrestlers do that dive onto other wrestlers. Always. Who- a standard, dude. This might have been the best one I've seen in months. Really? Everybody was in the right spot. It hit exactly right. It actually looked like it could hurt them, and they caught her. Are you snipping your toenails there, Jeff? Shh. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, 
well, next we see Carmelo Hayes, who's interviewed backstage. He says he admires Seth Rollins and aspires to be a champion just like him. Stop lying, Mello, please. <laughs> and that's why he's got a match against Finn Balor tonight, even though he's got Baron Corbin tomorrow. Well, that's already happened. As we see Imperium making their entrance. Um, well, but as we come back, though, we see Becky Lynch running into Rhea Ripley. She says, Becky better hope she doesn't win the briefcase because trying to cash in on her would be the last thing she'd ever do in WWE. Right. She, she would much rather have a regular match where she does she can't pick her, her spot. Definitely. Right. I know. It I is mean, what, it what is. she should have said is, you better hope you win that because cashing in on, on me at my weakest moment is, is the only way that you have even this much of a chance. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Lynch says when she was champion, she was the main event in every town, but Rhea's a main event side piece. And she wants to win the briefcase just to see Ripley's, oh, or to see Ripley squirm. Sexist. Very sexist. Indeed. Anyway, next we see um, it's a matchup once again between Gunther and Sami Zayn. Now, this has got banger written all over it. Decent match still. But it was a little shorter than I expected, though, to be honest, Jeff, which is is cool. But Gunther does win by pinfall via his powerbomb. Good. He's better. Remember when people like want Sami Zayn to be the world champion? Come on, it's Sami Zayn. Look at him. He's got they him. had their chance and they blew it. They didn't blow it. It would have been a terrible idea to put him there. I agree with uh, Chris. Trick Williams is more. First of all, he's taller. He's bigger. He speaks well. I, I tell you, Car- Carmelo Hayes. I like him, but he's only good as a heel. As a face, oh, he's terrible. He's terrible as a face. It's, he's too humble. I don't like that. I don't know what it is. He doesn't. He doesn't know how to tone it down to that. And back guys, what you know? Lots. A lot. All, all nude review. You miss Hogan, especially, brother. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, next post match, we see Kevin Owens jumps in the ring and brawls with Gunther. As we see Matt Riddle joining joining the fray, hobbling, stealing Giovanni's crutch, and uh, running the ring general off as Kaiser eats a stunner from Kevin Owens and that's that. Alright, is that the show? It's not the show, unfortunately. Oh, there's more. Sake, there's more? There is, and I was just looking at it. Jesus Christ, they drain it, don't they? Anyway, um oh, you already God. talked about it's Natalia while I was Damian Priest is still on. Not just yet. Not just yet. Because next it's Carmelo Hayes versus Finn Bella. <sighs> right. Swell. And- Swell indeed, because Bella does win via pinfall, via the coup de gras. He's, he's the main roster guy. I saw everyone complaining, Carmelo is the NXT champion. No, the NXT champion is, is not supposed to win on the main roster matches, nor was Braun Breaker supposed to beat Seth Rollins. And, you know, and then, you know, and most of the time, the you know, just like the Unholy Union wasn't supposed to beat, Shayna and Ronda, and you know, when but when you're on NXT, depending on where the, what the story's supposed to be, that's when the NXT person beats the main roster person. Yep, it's true. Um, did I mention that we see Cody Rhodes with his stupid dog backstage? Uh, you didn't, but I said that the that Pharaoh made his appearance on the show earlier. He did, you did. Well, he this is the point where he does make his appearance. Why does he bring his dog to these to this shit? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't even his dog. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, Cody goes on to say that he loves those uh, these chats 
but he's looking forward to not having to talk about the Judgment Day ever again. And he wishes he could sit in the crowd and boo Dominic Mysterio himself. Why he cheap he? shots. Sorry, yeah. Why couldn't he be? Would he he could. from ringside. Right. Did he not buy a That's ticket? True. He can't afford a ticket? Fucking tight ass. Cody, you're, like, you, like, you, you got money. Hey, kid, give me a ticket. Here's five of my uh, <laughs> special shirts. I'll There's nothing he could have thought of. I know. True, I don't know clearly, how smart he is, but uh, he's pretty yeah. dumb. He's pretty dumb. It must be those moles. I know he didn't go to college. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 it, it's actually scientifically proven that that's actually your brain growing outside and leaving your head. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Why do you listen? I know. Well, For a minute, you had me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, well, you, you know that actually, I don't have moles. So if you if you take your earlobes and you and you cut them off and you put them in a, like a powdery mix. They actually help with uh, sexual enhancement and uh, help memory retention. And they actually help your eyesight, too. It's like wow, rhino. You should oil. do that. Yeah, yeah everyone I should, should, I should do try that. that. Everyone, everyone cut your earlobes off. You don't need them anyway. You can, call me, you can call me Mick after that. That's right. Just I saying. Mean, they're, they're just vestigial. I mean, they just grow bigger and they make you look silly. It's true. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, he wanted to boo Dominic Mysterio himself. Uh, his cheap shots work. And that's a skill in it and it's of itself. But at Money in the Bank, Don won't have Finn, Rhea, or Damien, and he hasn't laid a finger on him yet. So we'll find out I what mean, Mysterio all, does have. Who who says he's not going to have Finn, Rhea, and Damien there? I, I know. Mean, I didn't know Cody was the guy booking everything. Yeah, I mean, in fact, we happen to know Finn will be on the card. He has a match. Right. I mean, is the fact that he has a match make renders him incapable of being there? No, it doesn't. I've actually seen it happen before myself with, 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 with my very own eyes. You're right. It's, it's, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we finally make the main event, Jeff. It is Cody Rhodes versus Damien Priest. Judgment Day once again ruling. Damien Priest also has a match. He's in Money in the Bank. And he's a, still a loser, dude. He still just keeps on losing. Well, yeah, because he's going to turn face. That's what people think, but we'll see. It's Cody obvious. Rhodes does win, like I said, by pinfall with the cross Rhodes. That's right. Ju- ju- judgment Day is going to end. And then at some point, Dominic's going to have to stand on his own. And you, you all will have to, you'll either, I'm either going to look really stupider than usual or I'm going to look prophetic. <laughs> so either way, it's a, loss, it's a lose-lose? No. Looking prophetic is good. Not pathetic, prophetic. Like like a prophet, like I saw the future. <laughs> not pathetic though, not pathetic. <laughs> they are two different words. I know. For a minute, I thought you said pathetic. That's why. Anyway, Jeff, if you had to give this a score between um, A to Z, or should I say A to F, I guess, what would that be? C minus. It's being generous. D plus for me. Yeah, that's fine too. Yeah. I don't know, man. Other than Collision, and I've got a feeling Collision's going to be kind of whack this week for some reason. Mm-hmm. I've got a bad feeling. I don't know why. I guess because it's taped. Oh, well, how are we going to do this? They're going to be going head to head, right? With Money in the Bank. No. That's Wait, not how Oh, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, no. Right. 1 p.m. was it? Was it your time? 3 p.m. my time is when Money in the Bank starts. 
Damn. It will, it will be, it'll probably be what, three and a half, four hours? It'll be done by seven, and then there'll be an hour break and then collision for two hours. That means, that means, fuck, man, I've got to be up extremely early, um, which I will be, unfortunately. Set Actually, no, alarm. I'm looking forward to it. Wait, so 3 p.m. Eastern, your time is, yeah. a, man, it's going to be about 3 a.m. for me, 4 a.m. It'll be 5 a.m. 5, you think? It's 14 Oh, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, yep. 5 a.m. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I'm going to have to set the alarm for sure. Um, God damn it. England, why do you have weird times? Fuck. Seriously. I mean, it must be so hard for them having to stay up till 2 in the morning to watch Raw. Like It is. They're all very happy about it. But it's like every 1,000 miles, it's a different hour. That's that's the way the world works. That's why it's you know 24,000 mile circumference, that whole thing. Yeah, I know, but it's just weird. Like for them, they, they've got it worse than I do. That's for sure. Because at least with me, it's it's during the day when when um, shows are on from the states. Oh, the, the Earth rotates at you know <laughs> thousand miles an hour, something like that. Even though I don't feel the Earth move under my feet, except well, well it's actually hurtling through space at sixty six thousand miles an hour. So you, it's true. You, you don't hear it in, in in many ways. You don't feel it because we. I did feel an earthquake of, a, of the magnetosphere. <laughs> magnetosphere mm-hmm. well i did actually feel the earthquake uh not too long ago i was sleeping and then i thought i was dreaming that the bed was shaking i'm like what the fuck is someone banging on the door yeah well, someone's just, banging on the door shaking. you better go get it all right so we both gave a bad grades uh with smackdown starts in 10 minutes so yes. uh so jimmy tell them have impeccable can... timing yes so so jimmy tell them where they can find you and uh and me and i'll see you in three hours the world of revolves around Los Angeles, California. No, it doesn't. Homeboy, please. <laughs> really, for, for the US, it's all it's all East Coast all the time, all right? You all know East this. Coast all the time. It's true. It's true. Oh, look, I'm all the way from Australia, and even I know this. All the Come successful people in California wake up at four in the morning just so they can be on time for things that they need them to do. You never see West like Coast, WB from East Coast is bitched. I don't know. He said that. I'm just saying. Just saying. On the East Coast. They are number two also, not number one, but number two. <laughs> anyway, Jeff, are you going to tell them where they can find you, man? Nah. Why? That's twice. I, I don't like them. <laughs> he goes, that's not true. He goes by Pacific Standard. No, it doesn't. East. It's, it's East time. It's E to the C, really. But anyway, you know... 7 p.m. Eastern, say 6 p.m. Central. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. You can find me here on the PWC, sometimes on Hummy Media Group, where you can see Smack Attack, Uncaged, and Wreckage, and sometimes review shows. It's on the PWC, pretty much everything this week. Skirmish, Machismo, we're going to be doing Smack Talk and predictions. Uh, what, at 11 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time? 10, we're doing 10, 10. We're doing 10. 10. Okay, 10.15, technically. 10.15, fine. So in, in two hours and 25 minutes, you'll be seeing me again. And uh, Hammerlock Hangover is my wrestling podcast with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena. And uh, my non-wrestling podcast, A Garden of Doom and Garden Views. And I have some, had some really excellent shows the last couple of weeks. You need to, just need to check that out and just, and just be dazzled and amazed. I agree. Absolutely. Well, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at DJ Massifix. Also, you can follow us at the PWC Network. And Jeff, I forgot to mention, did you know that Facebook actually uh, v- uh, sent me a message to verify me with a tick? 
I kid you not. What does that mean? I'm verified. I guess I'm somebody. Verified as a what? I guess a personality. Verified on Facebook? I didn't know. Yeah, meta. It's a. It's I'm meta verified. As a matter of fact. Oh, I don't. I know qualify. But get this. They want me to pay them though. <laughs> oh, wow. Eat a yeah. dick. But it's not for everyone. It's it's for certain people. So yeah, weird that I got that. But for um, you, it's, it's double price. Nineteen ninety-five Australian for me a month. That's a bit Whoa. steep. Uh, for if for if it's for nothing, it's steep. I mean, depends what you're getting for nineteen ninety-five. If it's just apparently certified to show that you are a personality. Um, yeah. With, with, let's, but let's it's see. not for everybody. It's not for everybody. I qualified to be part of this. Painting my Instagram I, I doesn't. George work. Clooney's is free. I understand. Right. But uh, for whatever reason, they want right, me to you're, you're a borderline celebrity. Borderline, according to them. You're, you're, so you're eat more, a dick. I ain't paying shit. You're more <laughs> celebrity Tupolos than I am. I got it. I, I <laughs> well, until you get the tick, until they offer you the tick. I mean, just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, friends, <laughs> I'm Facebook friends with Trish Stratus, Brooklyn, uh, Antiel, Piper. Yeah, and well, Mr. John Aaron. Cena follows me. Beat that. Now, well, I can beat it. Morgan Fairchild and Heather Thomas follow me. Which oh, please, seen as the biggest star. Please, please. Anyway, uh, also... You can't even see him. How do you know he's following? <laughs> That's true. You can't see him, but he's... Well, I can see that. Meanwhile, but when you go out to the table, he's mean to you. So, you know, that's never, you can never prove that Heather Thomas or Morgan Fairchild are like that. They, they seem like they would be lovely if you approach them that day. God. Anyway, please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows. Also, for five bucks, you get the best talk in all of wrestling. And I'm talking about channelattitude.com. And also, like and subscribe. Right, five bucks. You never want to follow me back? Linda Carter. Guys, <laughs> you could, all of you should at Linda Carter and ask, them, and ask her to follow me back. Well, there was a follow. I don't want to talk to her or anything. I just want to follow me back. I just want to get on my Mount Rushmore childhood crushes follow me back and, and two of them are dead so i can <laughs> raquel welsh and victoria principal oh wow and also hamid mini group.pumming.com where you can find our affiliate shows did i say that i don't know right. if i did but anyway great stuff there. there's constant content that shows all the time including ours and some shows that are watchable true and that's a wrap so in saying that i am jimmy t that is the evil one in Dr. Jeff Lippman. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Monday Night Machismo right here on the PWC Network. And we're out for another See two hours. For the next two hours and 20 minutes. See you That's again, right. losers. <laughs> Ciao.